0: This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Reverend J. Stewart Glover, and you are listening to Faith Talk. Through our dialogue together on this platform, we aim to draw relevancy from the biblical text while bringing clarity to our own religious experience. But today, I have something on my heart that's really been... Prevalent On the front burner Of my mind And it is This as a subject today I've picked Never get Tired of doing good I've chosen that As a subject Simply because We are Living in a world That is troubled And it can Wear you down Turning on the news confirms the poor condition of our society. People are turning to violence as a solution, as a means to accomplishing their agenda. There are news reports and statistical um, offerings that provide us with information that tells us that within the first few weeks of 2023, that at least 69 people have been killed across the country in 39 mass shootings. 69 people have been killed in the first few weeks of 2023. Then we have the the loss of life at the hands of misguided police officers. Yet again, African American people in this country are traumatized. The murder of Tyree Nichols was certainly toxic police culture in action. They devalued his personhood. They disregarded the fact that Tyree Nichols was a a human being, a living being created by God and there on the streets of Memphis, he was viciously robbed of his life. There are attacks on the people and institutions of our Jewish communities that continue relentlessly. Personal violent attacks against Jewish people and attacks on synagogues remain in the news on a regular basis. There are Asian families that were welcoming the new year. They began the new year celebrating, welcoming the new year, and they suffered the loss of loved ones due to senseless gun violence. Muslim families are continually stereotyped and subjected to acts of hatred, violence, and discrimination. Then there are the college students that have been traumatized and and I'm sure you read about it in the news by the loss of life of their fellow students. And even this morning there, I turned on the television and there's the loss of life of a police officer. So this is violence against the police. So the point that I'm making is that people have turned to violence as a way of life. And and the events of 2023, they have a potential, a clear potential to challenge our wellness. And as I'm thinking about the, this seemingly collapse of morality, the devaluing of people's lives, um, you know, I'm a person of faith, I'm a minister, can I extract some Uh, wise counsel from the biblical text. And without thinking about it too hard, there was a scripture that came to my mind. In the face of all this, the scripture that I thought about, it said, from the book of Galatians, it said, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to all people. Now, this never getting tired of doing good can be a challenge in the face of all of this violent adversity. But just as a little bit of a background on this book of Galatians, I I will say this, that it was written by the Apostle Paul. And the the main themes that we find in this letter are Paul defending his apostleship. Then he goes on to this defense of the doctrine that he he brought forward of justification by faith. And what he was saying was that you don't earn your way into a right relationship with God. It is by faith and it's a gift of God. He went on with uh, warnings against turning back to the ceremonial, ceremonial legalisms embraced by Judaism. And then he goes on to my favorite topic, which is the characteristics of the Christian life. There he talks about the conflict between the the flesh and the spirit. He talks about the fruits of the spirit which should be visible in the life of the Christian. And when I when I say fruits of the spirit, I mean love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. He talks about charity, burden bearing, humility, self-examination, and benevolence. But it is towards the Closing of this letter, that we find Paul's statement, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. He continues on by saying, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. So again, I'm looking for something to hold on to, some wise counsel as we are living in a world that is so troubled that has the potential to challenge our well-being and wear us down with all the killings and all the violence that that just continue. It's an overexposure. We are we are going through an overexposure to all of this social violence. So Paul says, let us not become weary in doing good. Well, weariness, there is a weariness that can settle in over time. Weariness, exhaustion from from this overexposure to struggle, adversity, stress, and of course, the, the nearness of violence that we are experiencing takes its toll on us. and We become weary, tired in our minds and our bodies. We get worn down by fear, worry, and disappointment. We are worn down by this continued violence in this world. This morning, I, I watched them shoot a spy balloon out of the sky with a missile it's relentless we are also worn down you know, okay that's the violence in the world but we're also worn down and we get exhausted thinking about friends and family as a person of faith anyway that reject God and seem like they're beyond hope but let me remind you of something as an example that was given to us through the life of Jesus when Jesus was facing the most difficult and troubling time of his earthly ministry in the garden of Gethsemane Jesus was in the fullness of his in the fullness of humanity in the fullness of his humanity he was weary he said my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death And the Bible describes his anguish as Jesus sweating drops of blood. This was the embodiment of the trauma that he experienced. The disciples were also worn down and exhausted to the point of them even falling asleep in this moment. But as they fell asleep, and here's here's my point, what Jesus did, as they fell asleep, Jesus went a little farther, further, and he entered into a place of prayer. He retreated to a place of quietness and solitude, and it was there that he talked with God, his Father. So just as a side note, I guess what I'm getting at here is that in all of our weariness, exhaustion, and in our suffering, perhaps this is a good time to pray. If we can look past the condition of our society, let us also go a little further and pray. But our response to the world's turmoil doesn't end with prayer alone. The the scripture that I quoted that came from the book of Galatians Paul writes, let us not become weary in doing good. So the world might be wearing us down, the violence might be wearing us down, the turmoil might be wearing us down, but Paul writes, let us not become weary in doing good. So I'm proposing today that even as violence surrounds us, even though... Immorality is on the rise. Let us never get tired of doing good. As the songwriter said, if I could help somebody, then my living shall not be in vain. So how can you help somebody in need today? Perhaps you can help somebody with a smile. Maybe you can help somebody with a bag of groceries or sitting with someone in crisis, maybe leading them to a place where they can get some help. Maybe you can be a mentor to someone, giving them direction and hope in this troubled world. However we relieve the burdens for someone in this life is a good thing. We are to bear one another's burdens and sorrows. If we get tired of doing good, we turn ourselves over to this just being exhausted from all this violence. The scripture went on to say that at the proper time we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. So, this harvest that is spoken about, you know, it's more than the Christian getting into heaven. The harvest comes with knowing that you have been the love of God in action for someone in need. The harvest comes when you see lives transformed by the grace of God who will use you in the process of helping somebody along their faith journey. The harvest comes as God's love shines down upon you, like like rays from the sun. The harvest comes when God's love is poured forth upon you lavishly like a fountain spilling forth its waters into an unending stream. The harvest comes as God's desire becomes your desire and you yield yourself to bringing love and justice into this world. So the harvest comes in several ways. Definitely through the impact on people's lives. Yes, and and also in the great reward that God has promised his children. The privilege of being sons and daughters of God. The great reward of being in right relationship with God, just like he told Abraham, I am your great reward. So then, let us not give in to the weariness that comes from our frustration and deportment Disappointments with all that is going on around us. But Paul continues to write, he says, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people. So even though our communities are overrun with violence and people are traumatized, let us not get tired of doing good. That's today's topic. Some of us have been driven to hopelessness and we're paralyzed by the the negativity that goes on around us, whether it's physical violence, whether it's political violence, whether it's religious violence, whatever it is, it can wear us down to the point where we actually get paralyzed and we we give up. We become hopeless. Martin Luther King Jr. said darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. Sometimes when we are, when our mind is, is overwhelmed with all that's going on around us, the economic failure, the violence, all of these things, sometimes it can lead us to feeling as though that God is far off, nowhere to be found. But let me remind you of this, that according to the biblical text, God made us from the dust of the earth and he breathed the breath of life into us and we became a living being. The Bible tells us that he walked and talked in the garden with Adam and Eve. It tells us that he called his people out of their slavery in Egypt. It tells us that he sent his only begotten son to a hilltop called Calvary to die on a cross so that we could live in right relationship with God. The Bible tells us that God, the Spirit of God, God's Holy Spirit lives within us. So so then here's my point. If we feel as though God is nowhere around, especially if you are a believer, a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ, if you feel like God is nowhere around, remember that, and you feel like he's more transcendent, far away than he is imminent. Remember that the Holy Spirit lives in you. And we have to re examine our own thinking. Have we shut our own minds to the presence of God within? So, if we're experiencing a a spiritual famine, as they say, it's a good time to pray. Check in with God. Maybe we've become too uh, busy, too overwhelmed by all that's going on around us. Maybe it's time to do like Jesus did and go a little further to a place of solitude check in with yourself, check in with God so my subject today has been never get tired of doing good and I want to thank you for being a part of this listening community I'll give you an opportunity to come in If not, you have been listening to Faith Talk, and I certainly thank you for being a part of our listening community. I would encourage you to visit the website at www.rev.jstuartglover and leave your comments on these episodes, which are open for criticism. And on that website, you can register as a guest on the show. You can contact me directly by email. Thank you. God bless you. And may goodness and mercy follow you all the days of your life.